If you or someone you love struggles with a gambling addiction, please call 1-800-GAMBLER today and please gamble responsibly. Another episode of Sports Betting by Dummies. I am your host, Patty Parlays, and joining me as always, the voice of God, the Green Goblin himself, Diz. Diz, welcome in. Hey, thanks, Patty. I appreciate it. Juice for a football Friday. Absolutely. Back to, back to the old days, just me and you here, Bob. What's going to happen? Dude, I, I don't know. It feels like it's been like forever since we've had a podcast. You know, we last had one on Monday, and it feels like it's been a long work week, and so I'm glad to kind of get back on the horse. Absolutely. A long week it was, but you know how you get rid of a long week is with a bunch of winners on Friday and Saturday and Sunday. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, you may be wondering, we are missing a uh, a face that we normally see on here. Uh, Connor is unfortunately down with the sickness, um, so... T's and P's. Hopefully he starts feeling better. We need him back in here for what time we have left with him. But uh, nonetheless, uh, Diz, do you want to start with the typical football Friday or do you want to start with college football? Let's start with typical football Friday just because uh, most of my best bets are actually college football championship games. So let's uh, let's go football Friday. Okay. Uh, I will start off with my favorite favorite, and that is the Dolphins, minus 6.5 versus the Giants. Um, To be honest, again, I did not like a lot of favorites this week. Um, The Dolphins have won four straight, uh, and I think the Giants are just trying to get to the end of the season intact and just kind of surviving. Um, Also, I didn't realize this, but Danny Dimes is not playing for the Giants this week. So... I think the Dolphins win so by when, seven easily. When was that announced? When was that announced? Was that announced like today? Because I got them at four and a half this morning. I think it was announced today. That's fantastic. Did you drop an episode notes that I didn't read? No. Okay, this is my favorite as well. Hate to spoil it. You said it. Dolphins have won four straight. And, the, you know, I might get laughed at here. But Dolphins have the easiest remaining schedule the rest of the way except for their last two are the Titans, which at that point they may have already won the AFC South and they've been beat up all year. They may be trying to get healthy, may rest some guys. And then the Patriots, same exact thing. So I think the Dolphins might make the playoffs. I, I might get laughed at, but they're at least, they at least have the schedule to make a push. And uh, I think they're going to dominate. They've been dominating teams. Not, not all bad teams either. They beat the Ravens a couple of weeks back. So I'm riding the Dolphins as well. Four and a half is a Vegas number, which I guess Pat got it at six and a half. Danny Dimes isn't playing. Uh, what I what I like to do with that Vegas number is just maybe tease it down. Let's make sure let's make sure we bet on this game because the the Miami is my favorite favorite. But to counter that ugly Vegas number of four and a half, let's put it in a tease. But I'm with you on favorite. Love it. Then uh, what do you have for your favorite underdog then, Diz? I got the Washington football team plus one and a half against the Raiders. Now, I will just clarify that's not a big spread. So my favorite underdog is technically Washington football team money line. I believe the value alone is plus 112. Um, Heineke's a dog. They got more to fight for than the Raiders. And I just think the Raiders are I, they, they're coming off a big win. I know you like to bet against teams after a big win. 
Um, but I'm absolutely loving Heineke and I'm loving the football team. And I think they have more to fight for than the Raiders at this point. Well, Diz, that is also my favorite underdog this week. Oh, shit. <laughs> Washington's won three straight. The Raiders will be without Waller. Um, and the Raiders have lost three out of four, including once to the Giants. So I, I love the football team and the points and even money line too here. Love it. Let's let's see if we can go four for four here, Diz. So my favorite over is the Chargers Bengals over forty nine and a half. Um, I, I that is don't... not my favorite over, but go ahead. Okay, uh, I I don't actually know who will win this game. Uh, both of these teams are terribly inconsistent, and if you bet on them one week, then the next week they will look like the best team in the league. While they lost the week that you bet on them, but uh, both teams can score, and I think both defenses have left something to be desired. So I'm taking the over forty nine and a half. Uh, I just I don't I don't know what to think about the Chargers anymore, man. Bengals defense has been pretty good of late too, so uh, this one definitely uh, caught my attention, but it was not my favorite. But did we we both know that the Chargers are that team that looked absolutely terrible last week, and then this week they're going to come out and put up forty points. That is probably accurate. And the Bengals put up forty points last week on the Steelers, and I think the Steelers defense is better than the Chargers defense, so. Good point. It's a good point. What what do you like for your over, Diz? I like Bucks Falcons over fifty and a half. Um I think both of these teams can score points. And uh, you know, we saw the Bucks defense give up a lot of passing yards to Carson Wentz and the Colts last week. So uh yeah, I just I look at two offenses that are gonna put up points. Uh, Bucks defense, they have the best front seven, no doubt about it, but uh, the Colts passed on them pretty easy, and I know uh, they forced some turnovers, but the Colts were still able to put up a lot of points. I think the Falcons will too, but I still think the the Buccaneers will dominate, so at that point, the over has to hit, right? Yeah, and I wanted to look and see what, because I know these teams played earlier on in this in the year. Uh, earlier... The is week number two. The final score of that game was forty-eight to twenty-five. Wow! You would have to imagine that you would see similar results in this game, and uh, I think the points will be flowing. Yeah, yeah. I agree. All right, and then Diz, if you had to take an under, which under would you take? Yeah, so I'm actually liking this. I I haven't taken it yet. You're going to have to really do some convincing here for me. But um, really lo- loving Chiefs Broncos under 47. Um, this isn't one that you see and you get super excited about like this this wasn't my initial thought but uh i heard after a week off and after a but okay have only what hit the over Six of 22 times. 
times. Did I? Did you lose me? Well, it's super it's weird. I'm getting like delay or like two different audio versions of you. If you bet the under, um, so we've kind of seen low at a better spot. Patty, you there? You got me better? Yes. Sweet. Re-give us your reasoning behind the Chiefs and Broncos under. Yeah, so Warren Sharp had this stat that teams, games after a bye, the under has hit 16 of 22 times. So offenses are really slow after a week off. And uh, that that kind of caught my attention. And I don't think I'm going to take it. But if you're going to take an under, uh, Chiefs may look a little rusty after a bye. They've looked a little rusty all season, to be honest. 47 is a lot of points, especially for a Broncos team that can struggle offensively. So I like that one a lot. I, I don't hate it. I, I like that uh, that stat that you mentioned. Um, I, I do think the only real concern here is the Chiefs end up looking like the Chiefs of old and end up putting up 42 points on their own. That's that's the real only concern here. That but could happen. I, I, do, I do like where your head's at. So for my under, I went 49ers, Seahawks, under 45 and a half points. The Seahawks are 9-1-1 one, one to the under this season. That is absolutely insane. And then the 49ers will be without their best offensive player this season in Debo Samuel. And so I think this could definitely be a low-scoring affair, especially because it's also in the division. I like it. I, I that The Seattle 49ers game really... Uh really caught my attention i really want to bet on it i don't know exactly what i'm going to do yet this under may be a place i go but you know i'm hesitant to take unders but i'll, say, I'll uh, believe it when i see it yeah i don't know but i i mean your stats don't lie there so all right cool let's run through uh the rest of these games real quick Diz colts texans anything there colts are 10 point favorites too many points as a fan i'm scared this screams like the this screams Tyrod Taylor pops off. Mm-hmm. Colts lose their playoff chances. Yeah. Um, you know, Hard Knocks is going on. We've, you know, the episodes have been really good and positive. It's, I don't know. It's just, I have like a feeling like maybe I'll put a buck on like Houston or they're probably like plus 300 or plus 400 or something. But um, yeah, just screams a game that doesn't make any sense. I hope the Colts take care of business, but 10 points is way too much. Yep. Agreed. Uh, Cardinals, Bears, Cardinals, seven and a half point favorites. Uh, I hate taking favorites at that big of a number, but I don't know what to think of the Bears, man. Like, their coach has a noose around his neck, like, job-wise. I don't know how you can coach like that. I don't know how your players can get behind the season they've had and the coach that they're going to lose. Um, I don't know. I'm going to stay away. If I had to take a side, I'd roll Cardinals minus seven and a half. Yeah, seven and a half seems light for the uh, for a nine and two Cardinals team going up against a four and seven Bears team. Well, it's at Soldier Field though, right? So the weather probably plays a factor. I it is at Soldier Field, but I don't think the weather is going to be that big of a factor. But gotcha. Uh, we'll see. 
Uh, Vikings, Lions. Vikings getting seven and a half points. I really like the Lions here. I don't know. I was really high on the Vikings until Kirk Cousin took, tried to take the snap under the wrong guy. Um, I don't know if you saw that. That was hysterical. I, I don't know. This is just a stay away. Lions fight. Lions fight hard, and they've covered more games than they should have. But uh, I don't know. I'm a little spooked. I'm just staying away. It's just a gross game. Like, it's a, yeah. it's an NFC North. Like, what are we doing? Why are we watching this? Yep. The, the I, thing I, for I, me, so Dalvin Cook is out for the Vikings. Um, the Lions are covering machines. The Lions won't win. They never win. But giving them a, a t- more than a touchdown to cover, I, I think the Lions – have that pretty easily uh i guess if i picked a side it would be lions plus seven but i'm not close on that yep uh eagles jets eagles are seven point favorites on the road i'm probably staying away from this game um just because the eagles looked really good for a couple weeks and then they went out and lost to the giants last week and now the jets did the jets win last week no. Did they cover last week? I don't know. Who'd they play? The Texans? Maybe they did win. The Jets beat the Texans last week by a touchdown. There we go. So I don't I think I, I think it's less about the Jets and more about uh Philly. If Philly can run the ball, they're gonna cover. But if they're coming from behind, which against the Jets, I don't know if you'll have to be coming from behind. True. If anything, it may be close. They may be losing, but it's it's not going to be like a blowout. Like what the problem with the Eagles is if they get down multiple scores, they're toast, mm-hmm. which is what we've seen recently. But if they can run the ball and control the game, uh, they're going to win the game. Seven points is too much for a team that can't pass. Um, I would lean Jets plus seven, but I'm not going to bet on the Jets ever. So uh, I'm staying away. But if I pick the side, it'd be Jets plus seven like you. Uh, Jags, Rams, Rams, 13 point favorites. Uh, I has to be a, what? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, I I lean Rams. The Rams are one of those teams that can't beat the good teams, but then they crush the bad teams. And I do think the Jaguars are a bad team. So I could see the Rams winning by three touchdowns on Sunday. Well, yeah, I, I I'm with you. And I, that hurts me to take a favorite by that many points. I think I might just take this in a solo bet. It's not a best bet or anything, but I might just take it. I might take it anyways. The Rams need to bounce back, and the best way to bounce back is to play the Jaguars. So um, I think they're going to pop, and I think they're going to run up the score because they need to get that offense working. They've looked a little sus since the Robert Woods injury. So I see the Rams popping off and putting up like 50 points, and I just don't think the Jags can do that. Yeah. Uh, Ravens Steelers Ravens four and a half point favorites I think the Ravens could possibly be the most fraudulent team ever in the NFL that may be dramatic but I think they might be like the worst team in that division and they have the best record in the AFC Um, I think they lose this game I'm riding Steelers plus four and a half. I hate that it's in the Vegas zone. Big Ben is like practically on hospice. He's so old out there, but I mean, <laughs> I I don't know. I just, I, it's almost like a hatred for the Ravens. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm shitty, but uh, I don't know. Ravens are not good. I think they're going to get a reality check. Lamar 
can't throw the ball. And I don't know. I think Pittsburgh finds a way to win. It's ugly. It's in Pittsburgh, right? Yep. Yeah, I think Pittsburgh wins outright. I may throw them in like an underdog parlay to get some juice. Nice. I, I, I lean with you. I say Steelers plus four and a half. I, I think the Ravens, we, we talk about all the time with Connor, the Ravens play to their competition. And I don't think there is a way or a, like a, a viewpoint where I see the Ravens winning by more than a field goal. Yeah, I'm with you. And also, you know, speaking of fraudulent teams, you know, you were talking uh, about the Ravens being one of the most fraudulent teams. It kind of reminds me of the Steelers last year, right? The Steelers started out the season like, I don't know, like 10-0, and 0, and everyone's like, they can't keep winning these games. Like, they, they are 10-0, and 0, but they might be the worst 10-0 and 0 team of all time. And right. They ended up losing like three or four straight, including the first round of the playoff, right? Yep. So that, that kind of screams this for me in the Ravens, but uh, I, I do think the Steelers uh, can cover four and a half. Definitely. And then the last game, which is on Monday night, which is pr- probably the best game of the week, uh, Patriots at Bills. Bills are two and a half home point or home favorites. Um, honestly, my, go, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. Nope, you got it. I just, my initial thoughts here, like, Pat's the hottest team in the league. Yep. Why are they underdogs here? Bills have had kind of a reality check. I know they played well on Thanksgiving, but a couple things stopped me from that thought. Bills have a long week. It's Monday night football for Mac Jones, and it's in Buffalo. It's going to be 30-mile-per-hour wins. So I love the Pats as underdogs, but it's it's a stay away. I think it's just such a good game. Like, you can just watch it and not have any money on it and enjoy it and learn a lot. Um, yeah, I'm staying away. If you had to pick a side, where would you go? So th- this one, I'm leaning Patriots. Now, uh, this is kind of similar to how the Packers were underdogs at home last weekend, right? Two, it's, it's a team that's very good, very hot, arguably one of the best in the league, and somehow they're getting points. Like, I know the Bills are the Bills, but the Bills haven't been the Bills. They're not the Bills they were last season. I mean, um, and you got to think, if anyone's going to draw up a game plan, like even if it's, you know, inclement weather, you would have to think Bill Belichick would draw up a game plan and be able to handle things. Um, yeah. I still may flip-flop and change my mind on that because it is Monday night game, but uh, I'm leaning Patriots in the points. All right. That's Football Friday, kind of. Now we're going on to Football Friday Part 2, which is college football. Um, It is championship week, so uh, a lot of championship games, and there's a couple games that don't really matter worth anything, but uh, nonetheless... We got two games tonight, Diz. Western Kentucky versus UTSA. Western Kentucky, three and a half point favorites. I'm not doing anything here. And you gonna be crazy and take this game? I have no idea. No, okay. I'm, no, I'm out. I'm out. Uh, Oregon versus Utah. Utah, two and a half point favorites at home. Um, this is another one where I'm probably staying away. Um, it will be a good game, I think. Um, I believe this is the what Pac-12 championship game. It's neutral, right? Yes, it is neutral site. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna stay away. I don't. I don't follow the Pac-12 enough to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I think it'll be a good game. I lean Oregon just because the turnover margin battle. Oregon actually had won that, so in a close game, a turnover here or there could be the difference. Hmm. All right. Uh, going to tomorrow, we got the Maction, the Mac 
championship game. Kent State versus Northern Illinois. Kent State, three-and-a-half-point favorites at a neutral site. Uh, both teams can score. Neither can play defense. But uh, Kent State is a little bit better defensively. And they have a huge advantage in the turnover margin, 1.4 turnovers per game. Um, so I'm going with Kent State minus three and a half. Anything for the matching, Jace? What's the uh, – do you know the point total? Because you said neither of these teams can play defense. I would love to rip like an over 88 or some shit. I was going like to say, that. I think it's like 75. So uh, you, you might look at taking the over 75. I love that. I may do that. Yeah. Uh, Big 12, Baylor versus Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State, five-and-a-half-point favorites. Um, so, first off, these teams played earlier this season, and Oklahoma State won by 10. Um, I do think Oklahoma State wins and covers this. But I have some skin on Oklahoma State winning the national championship, uh, thanks to Dirty Mike with his uh, suggestion on some futures picks a couple weeks back. So, if Oklahoma State wins here, they probably make the CFP. Um, so to hedge that, I'm taking Baylor plus five and a half. You need Bama to lose though, don't you? Bama is also a big factor, which we will get to here shortly. If, if Bama wins, then, then both Bama and Georgia final, are in. You need Michigan to lose at that point. Well, I also have a Michigan. I also have a Notre Dame and I also have a Cincinnati. So, no, but here... Are you going to... Dirty Mike made a very compelling point. It was before the Michigan game, or Michigan-Ohio State game, and all that other nonsense. And he said, take Notre Dame, Oklahoma State, Cincinnati, and Michigan to win the national championship. They were all at plus 4,000 odds or worse. Okay? Mm. So, now, if Bama loses this weekend then we could have three of the four college football playoff teams in there at plus 4,000 or higher odds. Wow. So I know it sounds crazy, but there's a chance and shout out dirty Mike for that suggestion, but I'm, I'm yeah, hedging shout, pretty shout much. Out dirty Mike. I'm pretty much hedging all of those bets this weekend. I don't know how much I'm putting on them just yet, but I am definitely putting something on them. Love it. You you got a you got a side on Baylor Oklahoma State Diz? Um, I like Baylor plus five and a half. Uh, just that's just my instincts. College or like division? I'm sorry. Conference championship games are typically way closer than they should be. Like other than like Ohio State dominating in the Big Ten, which we don't have that this year. I think conference championships are typically really close. So I love the five and a half. And neutral fields everything. I mean, Oklahoma State won at Oklahoma State, correct? I do not know. I think that is correct. I I think it was a home game. I believe you are correct. Um, so, yeah, I'm riding. I'm riding the underdogs all conference championships. That's that's a a safe bet, and I'm actually seeing that a lot. But uh, we'll move on. Utah State versus San Diego State. San Diego State, six-and-a-half-point favorites. I'm taking San Diego State minus six-and-a-half because San Diego's defense is second to none, and I that's all I got for that one. I have, I have nothing. Yeah, you go with that. Okay. I'm, I'm confident in you, Patty. Appalachian State versus ULL, the Raging Cajuns. Appalachian State is two-and-a-half-point favorites. 
And Diz, I'm taking my Raging Cajuns plus two and a half for one reason and one reason only. Their what coach, is that? Their coach, Billy Napier, is going to coach Florida. But unlike that scumbag, Brian Kelly, he is staying to coach this game. The team is going to give him one last game of greatness before he moves on. Give me the Raging Cajuns plus two and a half. Love it. Love a sentimental victory. Oh, yeah. And I, I cannot emphasize how how much I hate Brian Kelly. Wow. Notre Dame might make the CFP, and he left to go coach LSU. He knows Notre Dame's not going to make the CFP. He needs he needs two of the three to happen. He needs Michigan to lose. He needs Bama to lose. And he needs Oklahoma State to lose. He needs two of those three to happen. Uh. If Cincinnati loses, then they could also get in that way too. So. Then he would need, then he would need Oklahoma State to lose. Oklahoma State would get in ahead of Notre Dame if Cincinnati lost. I think if if Cincinnati loses and then Bama loses and then Oklahoma State or Michigan loses, I mean, I think they're in. I think that Notre Dame is like right on the outside looking in. And I think if Bama loses and then, you know, a couple of those other teams lose, I think they have a chance. Mm. But anyways, moving on. This is the game most people are talking about. We've already touched on it briefly. Georgia versus Alabama. Georgia six and a half point favorites. Um, and Diz, I'm taking Bama in six and a half. Because, Easy. I mean, for the main part, Easy. it's because the Dirty Mike futures are in play here. If, if 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 Bama wins, then both Bama and Georgia make it into the CFP, making it so I you probably only have two of the four in the CFP as my future bet. But if Bama loses mm-hmm. and Georgia makes it in, and maybe three of my teams in the futures have it, so I'm I'm hedging with Bama and the points. I may you may even look at taking Bama money line. I mean, this is a typical game where Bama comes out of nowhere, even though they're maybe not playing their best football and ends up winning this game. When was the last time Bama was favored by this many points? Probably, I was probably in middle school. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a minute. I'm going to take it. I'm not going to overthink it. If Georgia wins by more than six and a half, I just, you got to take Bama as six and a half point dogs. You have to. Yep, I agree. Um, Houston at Cincinnati. So Cincinnati, 10.5-point favorites. And this is one of the few games this weekend that is not at a neutral site. This is actually at Cincinnati. For the record, I do think 10.5 is too many points. Uh, But once again, I'm hedging, so I'm taking Houston plus 10.5. I'm going to stay away. Yeah, yep. Because, because, because... If Cincinnati wins this game by 30 points, uh, it's a statement. But then again, I could see it being like they're down with two minutes left and they have to lead a drive to keep their chances alive. I could see it going either way. And I don't follow these smaller conferences enough to know what's going to happen. I just feel like something wonky is going to go on in this game. Yep. All right. Uh, Pittsburgh versus Wake Forest. Pittsburgh, three-and-a-half-point favorites. I have no reason to hedge here, so you will get my true pick, and I am going with Wake plus three and a half. 
Um, more than anything else, I just like getting the three and a half. I like getting the field goal. I think this will be a, a close game that will be decided by a field goal either which way. So I'm liking Wake plus the three and a half. I know nothing. I'll ride with it. I love an underdog over three. Okay, now it is the game that you probably know about and you're going to talk about. Michigan versus Iowa here in Indianapolis, Indiana. Michigan, 10.5 point favorites. Uh, and, and hand up, Harbaugh proved me wrong last week. He, he won the big game. But where does that leave him now? He basically has big games and at least back-to-back -back games, if not the next three or four games. I need to see consistency. I think that Michigan pulled out all the stops that they had against Ohio State to get that one win in that big game. And now I don't think they have anything left. I think they used all their energy last week, all their game plan, all that stuff. I, I, I do think Michigan wins this game, but I think uh, not by 10 points. So I like Iowa plus 10 and a half. Yeah, and I think it just screams like emotional victory, reality check. Yeah. Um, and Iowa, man, they have a good defense. It'd be one thing if if these were two like high powered offenses going against each other, I could see ten and a half points to the better team. But these are these are pretty much two high powered defenses. And granted, Michigan put up forty two against Ohio State. They entirely ran the ball that whole game. I don't think you can do that two weeks in a row by just running the ball. Um, I'm entirely with you. I think Michigan finds a way to win, but 10 and a half is too many points for a conference championship. Uh, Iowa's going to fight, man. They are. And uh, I think this screams like before they dominated Ohio state, Michigan was like the fourth best team in the big 10. So I don't even want to, I don't even want to think about Michigan and the CFP just yet. They need to, they need to prove it with Iowa. I think. Yep. Agreed. All right. Is the final game USC at Cal. Cal, four-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Uh, there's been a lot of news surrounding USC this week with Lincoln Riley leaving Oklahoma to go there. To be frank, this game doesn't matter. Um, it's not a championship game. This is a makeup game due to COVID from earlier in the year. Neither team is making a bowl game. But uh, I like Cal to win and cover, leaving USC with no more good news this week. Yeah, I got no. I'm with you. I mean, th this game, there's no reason to bet this game other than just a chance of making like another dollar, right? I, the game doesn't matter. There's no implications. It's just a, another game you can bet on pretty much. Hey, every game is worthy of betting on. Well, maybe. Um, all right. Let's Except talk about the Falcons. That was a test. Oh, that I... was a test and you failed. Son of a gun. I, I should have known. I should have known. All right, Diz, uh, Dumbest Dummy competition. Shout out to Connor for winning uh, November. He uh, he kind of killed us. I actually came in last because I decided to place four bets on the last day and ended up losing all four. So, But we did all Jeez. finish positive in the Dumbest Dummy competition for November. So shout out to us. And we also ended up positive for best bets for the group. So it was a good month for us. Beautiful. You want to start us off with your Dumbest Dummy picks of the night, Diz? Yeah, I would love to. Alabama plus six and a half, already touched on it. Iowa plus ten and a half, already touched on it. Look, underdogs in conference championship games are always the way to go. 
I was my balls probably hadn't dropped the last time Alabama was an underdog by seven points. I'm I'm hammering that. That's my most confident pick ever. I have quadruple units on that. Uh, Iowa plus ten and a half. Just touched on it, but you gotta love eleven points in a conference championship game, and I think Iowa's got a good defense that, after seeing what they did to Ohio State, will be prepared and will put up more of an effort against the run. Then I got the NFL teaser. Dolphins to plus two against the Giants. Washington football team plus seven against the Raiders. And then the Niners plus three against Seattle. I'm entirely out on the Seattle team. I know Debo Sano got hurt, but Seattle's been looking really good as of late. You tease them to get three points against Seattle. I'm going to take that. Get that value at plus 130, all three of those hitting. And then I have an, un- to get some juice, not a lot of risk taking right there. So to get some juice, my fourth dummy pick is an underdog parlay, Washington football team money line, and then Pat's money line against the Bills. Uh, briefly touched on it. Just kind of want action in that game, so I'm probably going to watch most of it. Those combined are plus 362. So those are my four picks. Feeling dangerous heading into December. I had a great November, even though I didn't win the Dumbest Dummy competition. I feel like I'm due. Yeah, yeah, certainly. Um, all right, so I'll get into mine, Diz. These are all related to the NBA, and they're all happening tonight. Uh, it is Friday, so that means there is the first basket Friday fan duel promotion for every you bet $25 plus on someone to make the first basket. And then every three pointer hit in that game, you get a dollar back up to $25. So who did I pick for this? I picked Deandre Ayton of the Phoenix Suns plus 550. So I, I like this game the most because I feel like both teams will hit three, uh, hit 25 threes combined, so it's the Suns and it's the Warriors. Um, so I looked at the tip-off matchup. DeAndre Ayton wins 67% of his tips compared to 43% of, the, of his opponent. And then Golden State has let the center score first eight times this season, and that is three more than any other position. So I'm liking DeAndre Ayton first basket tonight, plus 550. Love it. Now this one is this is the one where you might you might shit on me, but it's okay. We're we're rolling with it anyways. New Orleans Pelicans money line versus the Dallas Mavericks at plus two fifteen. Love the value. I don't know anything about these teams. I don't know why I would be shitting on you. I have been a noted fader of the Pelicans this season, especially without Zion. Zion did start practicing, but he's not back in the lineup yet. But I do think that the Pelicans have a chance to shock the world here. So, uh, Porzingis isn't playing for the Mavs tonight. So no Porzing God for the Mavericks. Um, but also, these teams played two nights ago. And uh, the Mavericks won by 22 points, Diz. Uh, wow. So, that's where I was kind of expecting the uh, thing. But uh, Porzingis played in that game. So, that's number one. He scored 20 points. Also, the Mavericks had an incredible shooting night. The, the Mavericks shot 69% from the field, including 53% from three. If you revert their shooting numbers back to the mean, to their average for the season, they would have scored 99 points, which would have lost them that game against the Pelicans. Um, And the Pelicans actually shot exactly their average last game. So I think the combination of no Porzingis and the team reverting back to the mean and shooting, I think the Pelicans can win outright tonight, giving them at plus 215. Love it. 
I will probably be the only person in the world taking the Pelicans money line tonight. I can assure you that. I bet you're not. Can I hammer the money that you're not the only person that took the Pelicans money line tonight? You find me a person that uh, takes the Pelicans money line tonight without you like saying, hey, you need to take the Pelicans money line tonight. Uh, and then I'll give you a dollar. I have some pretty degenerate coworkers. I'm going to send a group text real quick. Okay, that's fine. Or even check chalkboard, you know, whatever. But uh, if you can give me proof that that's happening, then I'll give you a dollar. We're talking big money. Oh. All right, and then my final dumbest dummy bet, I'm going Jason Tatum over 37.5 points plus assists at plus 630. So... I took an alt line here, so if you go in on FanDuel, you go to player combos, you go to Jason Tatum, player or points plus assist, alternate lines. I took over 37.5. So Jalen Brown is out tonight for the Celtics. Um, and in Tatum's last three games played without Brown in the lineup, he has cleared this line. So I'm thinking he has another big night tonight. So I'm liking uh, Jason Tatum over 37.5 points plus assists. All right, Diz. Uh, best bets for the group. I think we uh, should go with. I, I like the Iowa plus ten and a half. Okay. Do you want to do Bama plus six and a half as well? I do. Okay. Those are my only two. I was going to offer. And then, uh, what about Washington football team plus uh, one and a half? Is the money line within the range? Because if the money line is within the range, I think we take money line. Let me pull up. Let me check. It is. It is plus 110. So you want to do money line there? Yes, sir. Okay. Sorry, Connor. Uh, if, <laughs> if these suck, it's because you weren't here to talk us off of some of these bets that we like. Alright, Diz. Then I have uh I have two uh multi or two Hail Mary parlays of the day for you. Do you want the multi sport or do you want the same game parlay of the day? Same game first. Alright, same game. I'm going for that Pelicans Mavericks game. This is one dollar to win one hundred and twenty dollars and forty five cents. Luka Doncic over twenty eight and a half points. Luka Doncic under eight and a half rebounds. And then my boy Jonas Valanciunas over 17 and a half points. Valanciunas over 11 and a half rebounds. Valanciunas over two and a half assists. And then Valanciunas over 0.53. He just needs to hit one three. And then Dorian Finney-Smith over nine and a half points. Finney-Smith over four and a half rebounds. And Smith over one and a half threes. All right, Des, then the multi-sport Hail Mary parlay of the day, $1 to win. How much are you thinking? This is How many 14, games? How many sports? How many? 14 legs, two sports. NHL, NBA. We have five NHL legs tonight. Ooh. $1 to win 1,791. $1 to win $3,262.66. Oh, it is juicy tonight. Wow. All right, we'll start in the NBA. Heat plus five and a half versus the Pacers. I, Diz, I, I just had to go with the Heat. I had to. I know Bam's yeah. out. I know Butler's yeah. out. But uh, 
I, I saw too many people liking the Pacers. I'm kind of fading the public here, and I know this Pacers team better than most, and I don't trust them. I'm with you. This caught my eye, too. Uh, Cavs plus three versus the Wizards. Timberwolves plus seven and a half versus the Nets. Hawks minus one and a half versus the 76ers. Magic plus three versus the Rockets. Pelicans plus six and a half versus the Mavericks. Jazz minus eight and a half versus the Celtics. Warriors minus seven versus the Suns. And Lakers minus two versus Clippers. And then in the NHL, I got Rangers money line versus the Sharks. Jets, Moneyline versus the Devils. Golden Knights, Moneyline versus Coyotes. Flames, Moneyline versus the Ducks. And Oilers, Moneyline versus the Kraken. So there you go, Diz. Uh, anything you need to get off your chest before we send these lovely people into a weekend? Um, I think we send these lovely people into the weekend, Patty. I, I wish I had something for you, but I don't. Let's uh, Let's get some winners. Absolutely. Let's get some winners. I don't know about everyone else. It's been a long week for me at work. So use this weekend to kind of recuperate, re, uh, re-energize yourself. You know, we're coming down the home stretch in some of these sports. Um, and, you know, the holidays are right around the corner. So uh, let's let's build up some bankrolls. Let's hit some winners and get some money flowing for the holidays. Um, thank you all for listening. Make sure you check us out on Twitter and Instagram at SportsBetByDumb. And check us out on YouTube. You can watch us live on YouTube at 5.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Monday, Thursday, and Friday. You just search for Sports Betting by Dummies on the YouTube channel or on YouTube. Filter by channel. We should be that first one up there. Look for the black and yellow logo. Um, But thank you all for listening. Hope you have a long, profitable weekend, and we will see you on Monday. Yeah.